Welcome to Furniture Industry News, your go-to source for staying up to date on all the latest happenings in the furniture industry. Brought to you by FurniturePodcast.com, we'll bring you the latest news and insights so you can stay in the know on everything that's shaping the world of furniture. In today's episode, we'll cover the mixed economic indicators and potential recession in the furniture industry, the ordered payment from Hamburg Sud to OJ Commerce, and the devastating spread of the emerald ash borer in North Carolina, leading to the probable death of millions of ash trees. The July 2023 Furniture Insights Report sheds light on various aspects of the residential furniture industry in the context of the broader economy. Analyzing the report reveals both reasons for optimism and caution. Let's take a closer look at the key findings. The report highlights mixed results in monthly figures. While new orders experienced a 15% growth in May 2023 compared to the previous year, the overall year-to-date decline stands at 13%. The decline in shipments by 18% and the substantial 61% decrease in backlogs further contribute to the complexity of the situation. However, there is a marginal increase in receivables along with a 23% drop in inventories, indicating alignment with the present conditions. Workforce dynamics show a 9% decrease in employees and a 13% reduction in payrolls, primarily due to attrition. In terms of national consumer confidence, optimism prevails with the Consumer Confidence Index rising to 117.0. Although mixed feelings toward current business conditions persist, there is a positive assessment of the labor market. Encouraging signs for the short-term business and labor market also point towards a rising tide. However, there are warnings on the horizon regarding leading economic indicators. Consecutive monthly declines in the LEI hint at a potential economic slowdown, with forecasts suggesting a recession from Q3 2023 to Q1 2024. Stagnation in the coincident economic index showcases a mixed economic picture. The housing sector shows fluctuating trends with both existing home and new residential sales declining in June. However, new sales remain 23.8% higher year over year. Housing starts and completions, especially in single-family dwellings, are on a downward trajectory. Other national indicators provide incremental gains. Retail sales indicate modest growth with a slight increase of 0.2% in June. The Consumer Price Index shows a minor rise, particularly in shelter, food, and energy. Employment numbers remain robust, with a stable 3.6% unemployment rate. Durable goods orders also display growth, with transportation equipment orders increasing by 4.7% in June. In conclusion, the July 2023 report presents a landscape of uncertainty and opportunity. While there are positive indicators such as consumer confidence and retail sales growth, there are also concerns about a potential recession and varied trends in the housing market. The furniture industry needs to remain vigilant, adapt to changing conditions, and seize opportunities while preparing for potential shifts. By navigating these uncertainties with a proactive approach, the industry can ensure continued growth and stability in the ever-changing economic landscape. The U.S. Federal Maritime Commission has issued a ruling against Hamburg Sud, ordering the ocean carrier to pay $9.8 million to Florida-based furniture shipper OJ Commerce. According to the FMC, Hamburg Sud violated provisions of the U.S. Shipping Act by denying contracted cargo space to OJ Commerce after the company filed a complaint. 
OJ Commerce, an e-commerce retailer specializing in bedroom and office furniture, accused Hamburg Sud of price gouging, collusion, and breaching their contract. The company claimed that Hamburg Sud failed to fulfill its quantity and price commitments, forcing OJ Commerce to seek space on the spot market at a significant cost or completely forego shipments to the U.S. Specifically, OJ Commerce alleged that Hamburg Sud did not transport the required 30 containers as stated in their long-term contract and wrongfully billed $41,000 in damages for demurrage costs on 13 containers. Initially, the court dismissed OJ Commerce's claims. However, in February 2022, the company amended its complaint, stating that it was completely cut off from any business relationship with Hamburg Sud. After a lengthy litigation process during which both parties disputed various factual allegations and requested evidence, the FMC ultimately ruled in favor of OJ Commerce. However, the commission granted $9.8 million in damages, significantly less than the $100 million initially sought by OJ Commerce. Judge Aaron Wirth noted that while an ocean carrier is not obligated to provide a contract to every potential customer, it is still prohibited from severing business ties with a customer without legitimate transportation-related reasons. The emerald ash borer, a destructive beetle native to Asia, has been detected in three additional North Carolina counties, expanding its presence to a total of 71 out of the state's 100 counties. Initially observed in the U.S. near Detroit in 2002, the invasive beetle made its way to North Carolina in 2013 when it was first identified in Wake, Durham, and Orange counties. Over the past decade, the number of affected counties has gradually increased with recent discoveries in Bladen, Cumberland, and Craven counties. The emerald ash borer exclusively targets ash trees, causing significant damage. The beetles lay eggs on the tree's bark, and once the larvae hatch, they burrow into the bark and feed on the tree, ultimately leading to its death within three to five years. Ashwood is highly sought after for its staining potential and resemblance to oak, making it a popular choice in various industries like furniture, flooring, doors, and cabinetry. Although limiting the spread of the beetles is challenging, the North Carolina Forest Service suggests an effective approach is to promptly identify their presence and eliminate all affected tree materials. This involves cutting down dead and dying ash trees and responsibly disposing of the wood through chipping, burning, or burying on site. Certain states, such as New Hampshire and New York, previously implemented quarantines on ash products crossing county lines. However, these efforts proved ineffective, and the quarantines were subsequently lifted. North Carolina has enacted a statewide quarantine since September 2015, which remains in effect. A different method attempted to combat the emerald ash borer by introducing parasitic wasps, whose eggs develop inside the beetle larvae and kill them. These wasps have been released in 19 states, but it will take time for their population to keep up with that of the borer. While it remains uncertain whether the spread of the emerald ash borer can be halted, even if it can, millions of ash trees will succumb to the beetle in the meantime. The beetle has a staggering mortality rate, killing 99% of the trees it infects. Ash trees make up approximately 2% of North Carolina's total of 250 million trees, and among those affected are white ash, green ash, Carolina ash, and pumpkin ash. Both healthy and weakened trees are susceptible to attack. 
Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys at the next one. And don't forget to subscribe.